Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, last night we saw the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They started really slow against the North Queensland Cowboys. I was a little bit nervous for a while there, but then they clicked into gear, and Cody Walker, he just went to another level. He was unbelievable last night. His pass selection is just insane. There was one ball that he threw to Alex Johnson that's one of the pills of the season. There was another tap-on that he did to Tane Milne that... Gee, South Sydney were lucky it was Cody Walker there because I'm not sure if there's anyone else in this competition that could have landed that pass and very few in the history of rugby league that could have landed that pass realistically. Big shout out to Tane Milne as well. Three tries he scored in that game. This is a guy that we've always said that, yes, he's got off-field troubles, but he is incredibly talented. He is so hard to handle as a winger. I've, I've always loved Tane and he's made a heap of mistakes. We're all well aware of that, but fuck, he can play and... I mean, if I would have told you the day that I, that, I, that I broke last year that Tane Milne was signing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, people sort of said, oh, it'll be a non-event. He'll just play reserve grade. He'll fuck up again, whatever. If I would have told you that a few months later, Josh Mansell would sign and that Josh Mansell couldn't get in the team because of Tane Milne, uh, you would have laughed at me. But that's the situation at the moment. Tane, he is doing a fantastic job coming out of his own end and he's finishing very well. He scored a hat-trick last night for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Well-deserved for Tane with a fabulous Conor McGregor celebration after as well. So good to see Tane so happy. Um, but Cody Walker, one of the balls that he threw uh, that I spoke about earlier was to do a, a, to Alex Johnson, who uh, he also scored uh, a brace of tries, which was... Really impressive from AJ. And look, it's not the first time and it won't be the last time that AJ scores three tries. He's been a freakish try scorer for a long time in the NRL. And it's crazy to think that he is just 26 years old. Um, Unbelievable when you consider how many tries he's scored in realistically a short career so far. Um, It really is incredible. And I mean, when you have a look at this guy, he's 26 years old. He scored 126 tries from 163 first-grade games so far. Ken Irvine, he holds the record for most tries in a first-grade career in Australia. He played for uh, Manly and, of course, for the North Sydney Bears. He scored 212. 
So in order for AJ to break that record, he needs 87 more tries, which let's say AJ plays until he's 33. I think that's a pretty fair estimate. Let's say he stays in the NRL until he's 33. Um, I think modern sports science, I think 33 is achievable. He's still going to need a couple of things to go his way realistically to hit 33, but it's far from unachievable. It means that he would need 12 to 13 tries every single season for the rest of his career. Look, when you think about AJ, you think, oh, 12 tries, easy. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll shit in there. It's like he's scoring 20 tries most season. He's already got 17. We've only had 15 rounds. We've still got 10 rounds to go this year. So he could get 30 this year, realistically, the way he's going. The way he's going, he could get 35 this year, which would be incredible. But the way that South Sydney are playing, the way that their left edge is firing, I mean, I wouldn't say it's impossible. Um, and then you think, okay, 26 years old, still probably got seven full seasons to go, including this one. And, you you know, your mind starts to wonder, geez, he's going to get this easy, realistically. 12 tries a year, easy. He's, he's been doing that. He's been shitting in the last few years. But I just think it is going to be a little bit harder than what people think it's going to be. Um, you got to remember with AJ, he has played, um, he's played, what, eight seasons now? He, he made his debut in 2014. Um, now, South Sydney Rabbitohs, they haven't missed the top four all those years. Yeah, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. They've always gone to the prelim finals. So one advantage AJ's had is that he's always been in a top-tier team. Yeah, he only won the premiership once in 2014. They haven't won it since. They haven't returned to a grand final. But they've always been a top-four team. You have a look at his stats. Uh, 2014, he scored 21 tries. 2015, he scored 17 tries. 2016, he scored 11 2017, he scored 22. 18 and 19, they were quiet years for AJ. He only scored eight and four tries. Then last year, he exploded and scored 23 tries. And this year, after 15 games, he's on 17 tries. So you would have to think that this year, he would have to score at least 25 tries, I would say. Especially with the way South Sydney are playing, the way that Cody Walker is just picking defenses apart, and the way that the modern game is played as well. Now, one one argument that I'm hearing from a lot of people is that, oh, he'll do it easy because it's easier to score than ever. And you know what? It is easier to score than ever. But you're crazy if you think rugby league is going to stay like this forever. Other teams are going to adapt. Defenses are going to adapt. The gap is going to close over the next few years. The more pre-seasons that all these other teams have to catch up to the top teams and the top coaches, like I've been talking about for quite some time. This whole, I hear, I hear people call it PVL ball, this stupid fucking Twitter take that idiots have. Look, it's going to change. It's not going to stay the way it is now. It's ridiculous. It is going to change. It is not always going to be blowouts like this. For the rest of this season, potentially into next season, you might still see it, yeah. But it will adapt and it will change. Now, that's one thing that is going to go against him. At the moment, he has to take advantage of the football that's being played and the team that he's in, the wing that he's standing on, yeah, because he's going to score a lot of tries there. It's the strong edge for the South Rabbitohs. It's Cody Walker's good side. It's Latrell Mitchell's good side. There's a lot that's going in his favor at the moment, and he needs to take advantage of that. Now, outside of that, you think about the South Sydney Rabbitohs over the next few years. Now, you watch every single play that Cody Walker puts on for Alex Johnson. Uh, Cody Walker, he throws this unbelievable ball. It's sensation. We all talk about Walker. Who does Walker get the ball from? Walker gets the ball from Adam Reynolds. Now, Adam Reynolds, he's a master of biting into the teeth of the defense. He is so underrated in every single play that the South Sydney Rabbitohs do. This is why I've always said he's one of the best halfbacks in the game, and he's so underappreciated. We always talk about his kicking game, uh, how he just puts him into corners. He turns your defense around constantly. Goal kicking is unbelievable. Game management is great. But this is one of the true beauties of Adam Reynolds' game. It's how he bites into the defense, and he just sucks them all in. You know, the, the, the way that he goes in, 
on that sort of C and D defender in from the sideline and he bites on them, it forces everyone else to shrink in. And it's Adam Reynolds' run and how he straightens up the line and how he takes his edge back row really tight with him. He waits until the last possible second to free up as much time for his outside man. That's what causes AJ to be free all the time. Now, of course, next year, he's not going to be there. Yeah, he's not going to be in this system. Uh, an advantage for Alex Johnson is that you'll probably see Benji Marshall jump in there. We've seen Benji Marshall. He has got one of the best right-to-left cutout passes our game has ever seen. But Benji Marshall, let's say he steps in there next year. Um, I don't think he'll be there next year. Cody Walker, I think he's 31, potentially 32. I mean, there's going to be a lot of change at the South Sydney Rabbitohs moving forward. And I think even when you see Benji rip those unbelievable passes right to left, a lot of it comes from the platform that Adam Reynolds lays. They are really going to miss him next year. It's going to leave a massive hole. So that's one disadvantage. You're going to lose Reynolds next year. It's a matter of time till you, use Benji, till you lose Benji and you lose Cody Walker as well. So South Sydney, they're going to have to adapt. It's not always going to be go to the right sticks and set up down the left edge where AJ has scored so many tries. And that's not a negative to Alex Johnson. He's been a brilliant winger. He's done his job there for years upon years, and he's been unreal. But the reality is that that system is going to change. There's going to be new halves are going to come in there. One advantage is that he will still have Latrell, who works so well out, out on that edge. And potentially as Latrell ages, you might see him go to left center, which would probably be even better for Alex Johnson, realistically. So there are pros and cons there, but I think losing these halves and losing Adam Reynolds next year, you're going to see a big change. I would tip that AJ will not score as many tries next year as what he has this year because of the departure of Adam Reynolds. It's not going to free these guys up as much, but we'll see how that one plays out next year as it comes. You've also got Wayne Bennett leaving. Now, traditionally when Wayne Bennett leaves somewhere, uh, it kind of goes to shit. Yeah, uh, you saw Wayne Bennett when he left the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Very unsuccessful for a number of years. Still really scrambling to work themselves out and work out who the hell they are. Uh, you saw him leave the Newcastle Knights. Nathan Brown took over there and fuck me, that was an absolute shit fight for a number of years. They're just starting to get back to where they should be realistically. Um, you've also seen him leave the Broncos. I mean, wasn't overly successful there. You look at where they are now. So the South Sydney Rabbitohs, as much as I think they're probably in a better spot, than what those teams were. You're going to lose Wayne Bennett at the same time that you lose Adam Reynolds, Benji Marshall, Cody Walker, potentially Damian Cook. He's not getting any younger either. So there are going to be a lot of challenges for South Sydney moving forward that I have no doubt are going to have an effect on Alex Johnson and his try-scoring patterns. So, you know, there's a lot of things that sort of point towards as much as he's scoring 20-odd tries a season at the moment, to be able to get 13 a year, maybe if the South Sydney Rabbitohs aren't going as well as what they are now, it is going to be a challenge for AJ, no doubt about it. Now, 26 years old. I just want to take you back to the career of Billy Slater. Now, keep in mind, Billy Slater, he finished on 190 first-grade tries. So he finished at just under, what what is he, 23 tries away from Ken Irvine. Now, at the exact same point in, in, in Billy Slater's career, in his eighth year of first grade, he had scored 10 less tries than AJ. Yeah, 10 less tries. So he was only 90 away. He, he was what? If AJ's 87 away, he was 97 tries away from Ken Irvine. Uh, and I remember having this conversation then that it was possible, but injuries are going to play a role realistically. It's going to happen. Now, Billy, for the few years after that, he scored 12, 16, 18, 12 tries. He was keeping on track for it. Um, then 2015 comes around. Now, from 2015 to 2018, Billy Slater suffers a heap of injuries. He plays seven games in 15, one game in 2016. So across those across those two seasons, he scored a grand total of two tries. 2017 rolls around. He comes back, he plays the full season. He plays 21 games, scored 11 tries. 2018, came back, 
played 20 games, scored seven tries. So Billy Slater being the absolute freak that he was and being in a team that, by the way, 2017, they won the premiership. 2018, they went all the way to the grand final. This is a pretty damn successful Melbourne Storm team. He's playing fullback for them. And he managed to score 18 tries across those two seasons. And they weren't overly injury affected. He played 40 games across those two seasons. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, I, like, you, you got to understand that father time is undefeated when it comes to sport. Yeah, it's going to play a role. AJ, he's an unbelievable footballer, but age is going to take its toll. Yeah. I had I had someone message me last night and say um oh he, he'll play till he's thirty six the the Morris brothers have, and I just thought fuck we need to stop using the Morris brothers as examples they're exceptions they're not examples don't say to me oh but the Morris boys did it so he can do it the Morris boys are some of the most freakish footballers and some of the most freakish athletes we have ever seen in our game like I I can't even understand that comparison to be perfectly honest with you and you know what. If we want to use Brett Morris as the example, let's dive into it. Brett Morris, uh, 2019, he signed with the best team in the competition, the Sydney Roosters, yeah? Uh, they won the premiership in 19. Uh, they, they won it in 18 as well. Have a look at his last two, three seasons. Obviously, this year, he, he got injured, yeah? And he was doing unbelievable. He was on 11 tries after seven games, but he got injured, did an ACL, you know, because he's 36 years old, Yeah. It's going to be hard to stay injury-free when you're that old in a game that is only getting faster and faster. But let's have a look at his two seasons before that. Uh, played 15 and 17 games in 2019 and 2020. So didn't play full seasons there. Little niggling injuries here and there because once again, he's over 33 years old when it gets really tough in a game that's faster than ever. Now, 2019, he scores seven tries. 2020, he scores 12 tries. Now, I can hear the argument that when he was at Canterbury, he didn't score many tries, and I, and I back that 100%. When he was at Canterbury, he only scored 9, 10, 6, and 9. They weren't a great team. They weren't doing overly well. Um, but then you have a look at when he arrived at the Roosters. I mean, in tries in 2019, the Roosters team that won a premiership. Um, I mean, he scored 9 tries the year before at Canterbury, 6 tries the year before that. As good as Brett Morris was in as much of a champion system as he was, he still missed his fair share of footy. He didn't score that 13 tries a season that we're expecting Alex Johnson to average for the rest of his career. 2020, Roosters go unreal again. Yeah, they make it to the top four. He plays 17 games. He scores 12 tries. Still a really good knock once again to that 13 tries that we're expecting Alex Alex Johnson to get to. 2021, he plays seven games. He scores 11 tries. So he would have absolutely shit in that season, no doubt about it. But as you get older, injuries play a role in your career. Yeah. He played seven games. His career's over now with an ACL injury because the game is getting faster than it ever has. You look at the years from, what, 2009 to 2013. Brett Morris doesn't play less than 21 games of first grade. You look at his last three seasons, he doesn't play more than 17. 
yeah? And this is nothing against Brett Morris, but this is just the reality of rugby league, that it's fucking hard. It is hard to stay injury-free for that long. It is going to be a real test for Alex Johnston to stay injury-free until he is 33. The game is getting harder. It is getting faster than it ever has, and he's getting older. It's a game that's moving towards young legs. Let's be perfectly honest here. I have no doubt AJ will be lightning quick for a couple more years, yeah? Probably until he is 30, 32, whatever it might be. But injuries are going to play a role over the next few years. There's going to be challenges that AJ is going to have to overcome. It's not a it's not a mathematical sum where you go, oh, he needs 12 tries. Well, he's scored this many so far in his career, so he'll be fine. He's going to get older. South Sydney, they're probably not going to be the side they are right now. South Sydney, they're probably not going to be, team, be the team that they have been for the entirety of Alex Johnson's career. You look at Billy Slater, as I said. Slater's career, I mean, he wasn't that far off where Alex Johnson is right now. He was 10 tries behind him in a fantastic team that was winning minor premierships every year that was going to a grand final every second year. A number of injuries slowed him down. He came back in 2017, 2018 when this team made the grand final both of those years, and he only scored 18 tries across both those seasons, across 40 games. It's hard. It's bloody hard to stay injury-free and just stay relevant that entire time. And you've got to remember that, yes, if AJ was to miss a season with an injury, that's all good and well. He might lose that one season. So all of a sudden, your average each season goes from 13 to 14. But then you've still got an AJ that's coming back from injury the year after. He's not going to be the same guy. And as he gets older, it's going to get harder and harder. I just think that the way that a lot of people are messaging me saying, oh, AJ's a shit in, he only needs X amount of tries, it's going to be easy. It's not that easy. First grade's fucking hard. Can I remind you of something else? AJ has to hold his spot in a first grade team until he's 33. Guys go in and out of form unbelievably. I mean, I'm sorry, it was only a couple of months ago that we were told the South Sydney Rabbitohs weren't even going to re-sign him. I mean, God knows where AJ could be over the next eight years if he has a couple of injuries and he's not the footballer that he once was. Who knows if he's going to stay in the NRL until he's 33. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of guys that I thought would finish their careers in the NRL that end over in the English Super League. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are playing over there that probably shouldn't be. It's just the reality of the situation. And the other thing for AJ, I mean, you look at his career so far, he's on path to um, to achieve so much. And he's a guy that hasn't played State of Origin. Um, he played for the Kangaroos in 2014. That was seven years ago. Like, he's not regarded as a representative footballer. Like, he's not held in that sort of regard. He's regarded as a fantastic try scorer. But, I mean, if he has a couple of seasons where the tries start to dry up because of a reality of the South Sydney Rabbitohs team, I mean, I think people are going to start to doubt AJ a little bit, and the Rabbitohs will probably start to question his spot a little bit. There'll be young kids coming through for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I mean, you have a look at the South Sydney record. Whoever held the record before Nathan Merritt held it for 80 years. Nathan Merritt came along. He's going to hold it for 10 years before Alex Johnson takes it off him. There's going to be another young superstar coming through. They already let Josh Adokar slip through their grasp. There's going to be more guys that are going to come through. They're going to be putting pressure on Alex Johnson. He's a guy that, for me, I don't think he's going to have the option of playing fullback anymore. He played there a couple of years, which probably hurt his record, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think he ever played overly well at fullback. I know South fans try to convince themselves that he was a fullback, but for me... I don't think he ever was, and I think that probably hurt his try-scoring feats realistically. Uh, but he's a guy that, I mean, if we have a look at the, what, what season was it? 2000 and 2018, I think he played the majority of his time at fullback. So 2018, he played the entire season at fullback. He scored eight tries. Eight tries from 24 games. 
Yeah, and we're expecting him to score another 13 tries every year for the rest of his season. It's going to be tough. He's going to be an out-and-out winger from now on, in my opinion. You've got Latrell Mitchell there. You've got Blake Taff. You've got a couple of other guys that can jump into one young superstars at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I mean, he's going to have to just be an out-and-out winger for the rest of his career. He's going to have to prove for the next eight years that he can hold his spot in that team. And I'm not saying he can't, but it's going to be tough. This team is going to change a lot. There's going to be a lot of young guys come through the South Sydney system. There's already a couple of really handy wingers getting around in the lower grades. Even back to the SG ball, a couple of guys that are scoring what seems to be two and three tries each and every week down there. It's going to be tough for AJ. I don't I'm not I'm not standing here saying it's impossible. But have some respect for what Ken Irvine did. 212 tries is incredible. AJ's had just about the dream start to his career for the first eight years of football. He's been in a top four side the entire time. He still needs to score 90-odd tries to catch him. If he goes injury-free, if he holds his form the entire time, if the South Sydney Rabbitohs keep him on that edge and the South Sydney Rabbitohs stay relevant and keep scoring as many points as what they are, and if all the other teams don't catch up to these top teams to some extent and work out how to play by these new rules, then, yeah, I think AJ will shit in. But there's a lot of ifs and there's a lot of buts that have to come from it. Just remember, as I said, it was only a few months ago the South Sydney Rabbitohs decided they didn't want him and then they backflipped, yeah? A lot can change very quickly in rugby league. Eight years is a long time. Eight years is a long time to score 13 tries a season every single season moving forward without having any injuries or anything whatsoever. Look at the great Billy Slater, greatest fullback we've ever seen, yeah? Still finished 23 tries short of that. An injury struck him and then he came back for two years in teams that weren't losing and only managed to score 18 tries across two years. Yeah. With all due respect to these guys, you know, and I I think you guys understand how much I respect these fellas, but once you get post 30, footy's hard. Footy's hard before you're 30. Once you're over the age of 30, footy's fucking difficult. Footy is faster now than what it ever has been. It's going to be very difficult for AJ to achieve this. I hope he does. I think it'll be sensational to see. But it's going to be a tough gig. Don't undervalue what AJ is going to have to achieve to break Ken Irvine's record of scoring the most tries in rugby league history. It really is unbelievable. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 